You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and today we are recording episode number 17. And I think for me, this is kind of a milestone number because 17 happens to be my lucky number. And it has been since I was about 17. And that's because that's when my husband and I first started dating. We met in high school. And I think I shared in one of my earlier episodes that we were actually married for the first time in high school in our senior year economics class. Mr. Phillips was our teacher and there was a a project, a, a paired up project where you got married in quotes and um, planned out a household budget and, and things like that. So Adam and I were paired up and then we were Married in that economics class. And so our anniversary of our dating was July 17th. And then we ended up getting married on that same day, six years later, July 17th. So the number 17 has a warm spot in my heart. And and still now we've been married over 22 years, but we honor the number 17. And that is our, our date night. We go out once a month on the 17th. And then really silly things cuz we're kind of we're kind of dorky, but when 717 pops up on the clock and we happen to notice, we either text or call each other or take a screenshot and then the kids will notice that if I see 717 somewhere, I say, "Oh, it's 717. Make a wish." So anyway, that's where I am. That's why That number means a lot to me, and I like that this is now the 17th week in a row that I am coming to you, and I am recording, and I am so happy you are here. The feedback that I've been getting has been amazing. I'm so thankful that there's so many of you, and that you're listening, and you're sharing, and you're liking, and you're subscribing, and leaving me great emails. I love it when you leave positive reviews on iTunes. It just, it really makes me feel good. And I'm so happy that somehow we are helping get the the slow living message out there. So today, the title of this episode is, It's Not You, It's Your Hormones. And today I'm going to be talking about hormones and specifically women's hormones. So if you are a man or someone who is not interested in listening or learning about women's hormones, maybe you want to skip this episode and that's okay. My feelings will not be hurt, but it's something that I'm interested in. It's something that I teach and I coach the the women that come to me about. And it's something I really believe in that your body is a cycle, your thoughts and your feelings are a cycle, and it's not you, it's your hormones. So 
This is your forewarning, your fair warning that that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, so the reason I've always been super fascinated by hormones is that as a teenager, I was kind of introspective and I found that there were days that I was truly moodier than other days. And of course, no duh stuff, of course, but that really bugged me. And that's because I've always been kind of a type A control freak. And so the idea that I wasn't this like flat line I wasn't something that I could predict and control all of the time. I couldn't control my moods or my crying sporadically or my oversensitivity of things. It bugged me. It freaked me out and it actually made me anxious and I really didn't like it. And so now today I'm sitting here as a 45-year-old woman and I'm very much in the middle of perimenopause and that's actually reverse puberty. And what's fascinating is because I've had so much time to think and and grow and pay attention to my mindset and really become in tune to my body, this sort of reverse puberty, this perimenopause phase of my life, I am handling so much better. There's a lot of thought work involved in that and just paying attention to my body. But then there's a lot of research that I've done and a lot of sciency things that are really happening. There's there's really chemical reactions and your body is kind of this big, huge chemistry experiment. And so if you have the thought or the mindset that you should be the same, and if you are super productive on Monday and you're not super productive on Wednesday, and somehow you think that's your fault or that you've done something wrong, I want to completely absolve you of that because it is not your fault and you are not doing anything wrong. You are perfectly normal and wonderful and amazing. And it is not you. It, it's absolutely your hormones. So this kind of stuff, it, it comes up pretty often in my one-to-one coaching clients. And there's an entire video about hormones in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course. Because you're kind of fooling yourself if you don't think hormones play a huge factor in pretty much everything in your life. And the the trick, the the major takeaway trick or or tip or, or nugget of wisdom that I want you to walk away with is this is real. I don't want you to fight it. I just want you to lean in and go with it. Hi there, Steph here, and I wanted to pop in super quick to let you know that as of this recording, I only have a few spots left in my Dream Life one-on-one coaching program. This is my signature program, and it's three months of personalized coaching where we take your wildest dreams and break them down and make a game plan to get them achieved in bite-sized chunks. I believe you absolutely deserve to live out the life of your dreams and nothing is too far-fetched. You get to live the life you want, one filled with happiness, joy, prosperity, and abundance. This is what I do. Because of the limited amount of time I have to work closely with my one-on-one clients, 
I do want to point out that if you're new to coaching, you might really benefit from my Simple Shortcuts to Peace self-guided coaching course. And what you will And within that, you will learn how to craft out your own life of peace and tranquility and abundance from the ground up. This really is the best way to get started with coaching and see how to take the coaching principles and ideas and adapt them to your own life. It's self-paced and guided, and most people take about six weeks, but you've got unlimited access forever. It's also the best bang for your buck because all participants in Simple Shortcuts to Peace get two one-on-one coaching calls with me that are an hour and they're redeemable at any time. So it's kind of a no-brainer and it's economical when you break down all of the worksheets, videos, checklists, ebooks, and guides. You can enroll today and get started right away anytime, day or night. That's at stephanieoday.com forward slash peace. I am excited for you and I will see you inside. Okay, back to the episode. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my personal life and, and my trajectory and, um, and throw some research in while we go through this episode. Okay, so as a teenager, I knew that sometimes I had more motivation than other days. And some days I, I was able to be highly productive. And then other days I just wanted to sleep in and kind of be a slug on the couch. And I never did any research. I just knew this was happening and I just kind of went with it. But when you sort of fast forward to my college years and I was taking birth control pills, so that's chemical hormones, and my experience was I was fully aware that I felt different and my body felt kind of drugged and I had nausea, I had racing pulse, I had higher blood pressure, and I just kind of had this very like drugged feeling. And I didn't like it, but I also was sort of embarrassed and I didn't want to go and talk to my doctor and goof around with different doses of birth control pills. And, and granted, this I'm, things are much easier and better now than they were back in the dinosaur days. There, um, I know there's a whole bunch of like mini pills and different things now than there was when I was in my college years. But I, I just, I didn't like it. But I continued to take them. I started taking the pills at night because that helped with the the nausea. And then fast forward, we're married. I end up having three babies in 10 years with a miscarriage thrown in. So between ages of about 25 and 35, I was either breastfeeding or pregnant or some form of all of those things. And then from about age 35 to where I am now at 45, I am completely chemical free of the the extra hormones. And for me and my body, that feels better. I have played around. I had the, the Mirena IUD for a while, and that was just a progesterone birth control device. And then I had, I think I played around with the Nuva Ring 
for a while. And then honestly, my husband ended up having a vasectomy, which was fantastic. And so then we are completely chemical free from hormones um, now in my body. But what's interesting is the the research and the the fact that I wasn't as productive on some days. It, it really stuck with me. And so when I started working with women and when I was doing this social work um, and teaching some of the parenting classes, and then for a while I was also a La Leche League leader, I was just very aware that your cycle dictated a, a lot of your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. And I just kind of dove into it and I spent a lot of time paying attention to that. And and so between 35 and 45, I've, I've been so much better and calmer and more aware. And sure, there's still the normal ups and downs and in-betweens. And usually this is sort of the period of life when my coaching clients find me. They, they are either actively done trying to get pregnant and they're maybe off of chemical birth control for the first time in their adult life. And they're just trying to figure out what's wrong with them and how sometimes they really, really want to clean the house and they have kind of this like manic energy. And maybe this sounds like you. Maybe sometimes you are like, oh my goodness, I am going to deep clean the kitchen and nothing is going to stop me. And I'm going to pull everything out and go, go, go. And I just feel great. And it's sort of this like frenzified energy to get things done. But then maybe a few days later, you kind of crash and you find that you're not meeting any of your personal or professional goals. And maybe you're kind of beating yourself up a little bit about that. And I just want to let you know that this is absolutely normal. This is a very typical, normal monthly cycle for healthy women. So the textbook cycle, and of course, this is average. So anything that you would find in the textbook is average. So the textbook average cycle for a woman is a 28 day cycle. And I'm sure you are well aware that most people are not textbook and average. So you are somewhere around this, this sort of 28 day cycle. So my absolute favorite researcher on female hormones is Gabrielle Lichterman. So, and then Lichterman is spelled L-I-C-H-T-E-R-M-A-N. And she developed the Hormone Horoscope app. And I've probably been using it, well, I was a late adopter to the iPhone. So if the iPhone came out in 2007, I probably didn't get it, I don't know, until 2012. So, so 10 years. So let's say I've been goofing around with the Hormone Horoscope app that she developed for about 10 years. That sounds about right. And then if you wanted to find her online, her website is myhormonology.com. And that, hands down, is absolutely my favorite resource and um, from many, many, many women that I've spoken to and coached with, that is what they like and lean into also. It doesn't get as much press and it's not like as flashy as some of these other kind of period trackers and different things. Um, but I think the, the research involved here is absolutely worth 
downloading. And I happen to just, I have the free version of that hormone horoscope app. Okay, so in a typical 28-day cycle, day one, which of course we all know, we learned this in, I don't know, when we're 10, 11, or 12, is the first day of your period to day seven, and that's when estrogen rises. So this is why usually for most women, they actually feel relief and, and feel really, really good the second they start bleeding, and that's because estrogen finally begins flooding back into their body. And this is why... In my 30 days to a new you journal, I talk about using your cycle to actually start new habits because you're in a better mood than you would be on about day 23. And you're much more optimistic about trying new things. So then week two is day eight to ovulation. And ovulation for many women happens to be day 14 in a 28 day cycle. So in this week two, both estrogen and testosterone rise together until they peak. Now, if you're sensitive to estrogen the way that I am, you'll start to feel better. And then you might get a little manic-y and manic equals panic if you are prone to anxiety. And again, this is normal. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just something to be super aware of. And maybe you decide to proactively limit your caffeine and your sugar this week. So you're not making your high peaks even higher because then your your crashes will be more pronounced. You're not going to be able to sleep as well during this phase. And you're probably going to be a bit friskier and want to take more risks during this time. And this is because your body is truly trying to get you to mate. So <laughs> there you go. All right. Week three begins the day after ovulation and it lasts eight days. And in a typical 28-day cycle, this is usually day 15 to day 22. And in this time period, progesterone rises and estrogen and testosterone drop off the first half of this week. And then estrogen will kind of rise a little bit again. So this will trigger a mini PMS slump. And it doesn't make sense right away unless you're super in tune to kind of what your body is doing. Because after ovulation, your egg's just kind of hanging out and it's not fertilized. So your body is trying to protect it. And the best way to protect it is to literally put you to sleep. <laughs> so you'll end up being extra tired and you're going to kind of just be annoyed by anybody who gets too close to you or who pisses you off. And after a few days, if that egg doesn't implant then your estrogen will actually rise again to get ready for menstruation. So this week is very much full of ups and downs and in-betweens. Week four, so the final six days of your cycle, uh, this is your typical PMS week, and that's because both estrogen and progesterone plunge. And this is where I want you to focus the most on self-care, and it kind of just decide this is self-care to the extreme. And I want you to plan out your days and decide what you want and need to do because you're going to be very reactionary to stuff thrown in your path and things that you weren't expecting. And this is because your body's actually mourning the unfertilized egg is about to release. And so just let it do its thing. But then know in your brain that you can choose to bubble yourself in and not let your knee-jerk reactions take over. 
because this is going to happen each and every month for about 30 years. (laughs) Okay, super fun times. So, Steph, what if all of this is true? And I feel these things more powerfully and I get super duper depressed and I'm actually kind of suicidal and I'm scared and I need to be on hormones or drugs to regulate my meds or cycle. So this is a real thing. And three to 8% of women in this 30 year span experience a very extreme version of this hormonal cycle. And it's called PMDD. And that stands for premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I hate the word disorder. I just hate it because it implies that there is something insanely wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just the way your body's wired and you can absolutely get help for it. You do not need to suffer. Another researcher that I really like, and I'm just going to read what I found online. So Vicki Menderata, MD, she's an associate professor in obstetrics and gynecology. And she says that women who have been diagnosed with PMDD literally can't go to work. Like, like it's disabling. They can't go to school. They avoid people and relationships, and they can't engage in any of their usual activities. And this disorder processes and you're on a spectrum. So there are overlapping similarities between PMDD and PMS. But if you actually have PMDD, your mood symptoms are severe enough to affect your quality of life and your day-to-day functioning. That's a nice way of saying that the depression is the kind that keeps you from getting out of bed in the morning. And the irritability is the kind that upends relationships and the mood swings mimic bipolar disorder. The intensity of the feeling is so great that you can feel as if you have a mental illness during that time, says Menderati. Women can feel like they're losing their minds, can't control their emotions, can't be productive, can't be around their partner. And this loss of control is significant enough that makes some women suicidal. If any of this sounds like you, then please, I want you right now, reach out to your OBGYN because this isn't fair for you and it can be fixed, and you do not need to live this way. So let's move on to what happens after after those 30 years, and let's talk perimenopause, because that is also a fun time. So if you're fertile for about 30-ish years, so let's just say from age 12 to about age 42, for the next 10 years or so, you're reversing all of this as you enter into menopause. And menopause, as we all know, is what happens when you are fully um, period-free for over a year. So when you hit that 12-month mark of not having any periods, then you are in perimenopause. Then you are in, excuse me, full-on menopause. But for those 10 years or so, and I think it can last longer and it can last shorter because that's what's super fun is everything is averages. But for those 10 years, which is a long time, you're in perimenopause and you're reversing all of these things. And ironically, because again, we are on episode 17, there are 17 early signs of, of menopause and perimenopause. And they include mood changes, changes in sexual desire, trouble concentrating, headaches, night sweats, hot flashes, vaginal dryness, trouble with sleep, joint and muscle aches, 
heavy sweating, having to pee more often, weight gain, especially around the midsection, muscle loss, brittle hair and nails, changes in cycle length and the duration of bleeding, clotting, and skipping periods. Oh my gosh, isn't being a woman fun? So what does all of this mean? That you're doomed? No, but this is why it's really important, especially as women, to slow down. Just slow down and listen to your body. Pay attention to your thoughts and how they make you feel and actively decide to plan out your day and look forward into the future and see what it is you're trying to accomplish when it comes to your life and your career and in the future version of you. And are you on the right path? Because if you have things planned out, that even when you're having off days, you can keep your eye on the finish line and you can continue making strides towards that end goal in teeny tiny baby steps. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Teeny tiny baby steps count. And pausing and not moving counts. Slowing down. This is a huge, long journey. It's not a game of shoots and ladders. Pausing does not mean you're sliding backwards. It is okay. And knowing all of these things is empowering because it means you're not nuts and you aren't going crazy. You are totally normal. And since you know that in your third week, you may not be your very best self. Maybe you decide proactively you're not going to schedule the new family photo shoot because it is not fun to take photos when you're, quote unquote, having a fat day. And I know you know what I mean about that. (laughs) But it means taking care of yourself and your own needs first before tending to others. So maybe this means for you, you schedule in a late night bath after everybody's in bed. Or maybe you decide to set your alarm a little bit early and so you can get up and journal in a quiet house and watch the sunrise and savor that cup of coffee or that mug of tea. Maybe it means setting your ego aside and talking to your doctor and paying attention and being like, hey, this doesn't work for me. I am not cool with this. I want help here. I want maybe a testosterone cream or an estrogen patch. I am not cool. With this, I want some help here because you are in charge. You get to decide what feels good and what you can put up with and what you can't. So reach out to your doctor. There's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking out help. Before I sign off for this episode, I want to point out that while you are not alone in feeling the normal fluctuations and ups and downs when it comes to hormone changes that happen throughout the month, and the reason I'm so passionate about talking about them is that I coach about this. I coach about life and time management and productivity, and I want to stress that you are not a robot. You cannot schedule out your life minute by minute, day by day. You've got to listen to your body and realize that some days you're going to just be a little bit more off than the other days. And that is okay. What is not okay is ignoring your body or stressing it out by constantly feeding it caffeine or other stimulants to get your energy up or try to put it to sleep or numb it out, numb out stress by overeating or over drinking. And 
What is not okay is trying to ignore your body or stress it out by constantly feeding it caffeine or other stimulants to get your energy up or trying to go, go, go even when you're utterly exhausted. It's also not okay to numb out uncomfortable thoughts and feelings and stresses and try and put your body to sleep and, and overeat and overdrink. I've got three books that I highly recommend to you, and these books came as suggestions and recommendations from me to you after reading a bunch of books, dozens of books, lots and lots and lots of books. (laughs) So the first is 28 Days by Gabrielle Lichterman, who we spoke of earlier in this episode because she's the developer of the Hormone Horoscope app that I'd also like for you to download. So that one's called 28 Days. And then the next book that I really like is called What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Perimenopause. And then the subtitle is Balance Your Hormones and Your Life from 30 to 50. And that's by Dr. John R. Lee. It's a little annoying to me that it was written by man, but there it is. It was written in 1999, and there are some newer books on the market, but I don't think they're as well-researched, and that's why I do recommend this particular one. And the last one is The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution, a proven four-week program to rescue your metabolism, hormones, mind, and mood, and that's by Dr. Aviva Rom, R-O-M-M. And after reading The Adrenal Thyroid Revolution, I realized that I probably was suffering from adrenal fatigue when I had my severe panic attack on the freeway that I talked to you about way back in episode one when I was talking about my slow living story and I was sharing that with you. And so after figuring that out, I made a vow to put my health first. And in the next two episodes that I'm going to record for you, episodes 18 and 19, I'm going to share the big steps that I took when it came to correcting my adrenals and resetting my hormones through sleep and intermittent fasting. Now, I am so majorly not a doctor. So I've done a lot of research and I've talked to a lot of women, but I'm not a doctor. And part of my research and part of my figuring things out was to go to many, many doctors. And I had my blood work checked and I actually went to a naturopath. And I just want you to know that my best advice is to trust your gut and to follow your intuition and listen to your body. So absolutely go to your doctor and make sure that everything looks good from a medical standpoint before following my advice or any advice you find in any book or on the internet, because everything is going to contradict each other. And again, so certainly not a doctor in any way. Okay, so this is it for episode 17. But if you're interested in this and you do think that maybe you're a bit unbalanced, I recommend listening to the next two episodes on sleep and intermittent fasting. Because, and let's see, so those will be episode 18 on sleep and 19 on intermittent fasting. I want you to feel healthy. I want you to feel good in your skin and in your body and feel as if you're living your very best life. And that really does start with slowing down and taking care of yourself and paying attention to your own health 
and your own body because you cannot be the kind of person you want to be. You can't take care of others and you can't move forward in your life and your home and your business if you're not feeling as good as you deserve to. Okay, we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you. And as always, if you have any questions, email me. I'm at Steph at StephanieOday.com. And these emails, they go directly to me. No one else has access to my inbox. And I absolutely will write back to you. I am a real person. I'd also love to have you leave a message recording at StephanieOday forward slash podcast. Because if you've got a question, chances are other people do too. And just like my email inbox, these message recordings go straight to me. Nobody else hears them until they're uploaded to the podcast episode, and I am not collecting your email address or name in any way. Your voicemails can be completely anonymous, and you can totally make up your name. It's totally fine. Okay, that is it for me today. Consider yourself loved and hugged. I think you're absolutely wonderful, and I will see you next week. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.